Welcome to the Love Lab Podcast, a safe place to get real about sex. Whether you're a man, woman, single, or couple, this is the show for you. We are your hosts, Kevin Anthony and Celine Remy, and we are here to guide you to go from good to amazing in the bedroom and beyond. All right, welcome back to the Love Lab Podcast. This is episode 181, and it is titled, Introducing Role Play to the Bedroom. So today, I'm the bad boy (laughs) that Celine cannot resist. (laughs) So if you're not on the video, Kevin's wearing his uh, glasses and leather jacket and going all in for this uh, role playing. I'm going to take and make this episode short because um, I've got stuff to do. I've got a husband to do, obviously. So that's right. See how it's working. So All right. <laughs> I get, first, I got to take this off. I can't see a thing through these glasses. <laughs> well, let's just say that when it comes to role playing as Kevin undresses, which is another fantasy of mine, let's keep going, keep rolling, keep moving. A little imagination, some humor, and that's really all you need in the bedroom to f- have fun, to play, and to keep the passion alive. Yeah. I thank you for doing the intro today while I had to get out of my silly costume. Well, you know. Actually, it's not really silly. Those are things I actually own. (laughs) (laughs) They're not props, really. (laughs) (laughs) Well, before we dive into uh, today's content, we have a lot, actually, that we're going to cover. We're going to talk about the difference between role-playing and fantasies. What do you do if your partner's not into it? What, What do you do if your partner freaks out? So many different things. Some of our tips to role play in the bedroom. So it's going to be a comprehensive look at role playing and hopefully it will inspire you because it can be fun when it's done properly. But first, let's give a big shout out to our sponsors, Power and Mastery. So if you want to join the secret club of men who are great in bed, then check out Power and Mastery at powerandmastery.com. It is the most complete sexual mastery training for men, whether you want to have harder erections, last longer, or increase your sexual skills, there is something for you at powerandmastery.com. So go check it out right after this episode. All right. So this is, this is a fun topic, and it's an interesting topic. Um, we've actually had people requesting not this specific topic, but similar things. And so we've never done it before. We thought, hey, now is a great time to do it. It, it can, however, be triggering for some people, and it can be controversial for some people too. So I think we're going to do, well, I think we're doing, we're going to do a, a pretty good job of really going through it and making it accessible to everybody. It's not going to be triggering, it's not going to be controversial, not that we have a problem with that, but what we want to do is we want to make it such that everybody would l- listen to this episode and go, hmm. It's worth trying, right? That is kind of the idea. And if it's not for you, it's not for you. That That's fine. No, no big deal. But <laughs> So we wanted to start with a definition of role-playing versus uh, fantasies. Like what's the difference? Are they the same? Because sometimes they are inter- used interchangeably. And 
really, it's a bit of a fine line when it comes to both. They can be somewhat similar, uh, but they can be also different. Really, in role play, you are very present in the moment and what you are doing. While in fantasy, you tend to be more in your head, which often takes you away from the present moment. I tend to see fantasy as kind of this place where people go to on that fantasy island and they're kind of over there on their own. And oftentimes women feel it when they make love with somebody who is stuck in his fantasy and they go like, he's not really here with me. Well, when you're doing the role playing, most people are engaged within the uh, act and you are really present. You are like using each other's energy. Yeah. And that, that really is the difference is that in the role play, you're really present and everything is happening physically right there. What we tend to see with couples is when somebody really loves the fantasy part of it, most of the fantasy is actually going on in their head. So what do I mean by that? Well, what I mean is, you know, maybe he's pretending to be somebody because, oh, we're going to do a role play thing or we're going to do some sort of fantasy thing. But most of the scene and most of what's happening is really just what he's imagining in his head. So, you know, he's maybe going down on her and... You know, he's imagining, or no, here's a better one. She's going down on him, and he's imagining that there is a woman sitting on him that he is going down on. But that's all just happening in his head, and he's not verbalizing that. It's not part of the shared experience. And that, that's where we draw the line between the role play and the fantasy. We're not saying that one is necessarily wrong, although we do see that in the fantasy you know, the way that we've described fantasy, that can cause problems between the two people. Because as you just said, Celine, the woman can instantly feel when you're not really present and you're off in fantasy land. Now, it does go both ways because sometimes women get lost in fantasy land too. So we're not just saying this is a men's only problem. Neither of you should be lost in your head in fantasy land. You should both be very present and interacting with the other person. So that now the thing is, you could say, all right, so, it, you know, oh, this is great. Your, your co-worker is now whatever, you know, like you can bring it in. You can still kind of have that, but it's got to be part of what the two of you are doing. And welcome back to how to do it really well, because there's a way to do role play in a way that enhances your relationship. And there's also a way of doing it where it could uh, create some triggers. So we don't want you to do it the wrong way. Now, why would you want to role play? Well, it's pretty simple, really, right? It will spice things up. You know, you start to use your imagination, you shift things and you experience something new. And when you do something new and different, then suddenly you have that new energy, you know, in relationship, they call it NRE, new relationship energy. That means that's this special quality of this new relationship. When you've been together for um, over two years, you usually don't have that NRE anymore. But doing things differently like this can bring up back some of those. Yeah. And I want to make a distinction. You gave two things there at the same time. One is spice things up. And the second one is do something new and different. And the reason why I made them two different things rather than just one thing, even though they sound kind of like the same, is because Spice something up may, may mean that you're taking it to another level that you wouldn't normally go to. Like, oh, we wouldn't normally go there, you know? So you're going to do something that's sort of pushing your comfort zone, right? Uh, 
Whereas doing something new and different might just be something that's, that's, you know, on the same level that you're used to, but it's just something different, mm. right? And that's why I wanted to, to clarify, because you may be thinking, we always do new and different things. So, but you might want to do, you might want to take it to the next level and really spice it up, you know, or you might say, hey, we, I don't want I, I don't need to spice things up. Like we're spicy enough, right? <laughs> <laughs> but you may say, but I still want to do something new and different. So that, that's why I kind of broke them up into the, the, the two different ones. But there's also yet another reason why you might want to role play. Yeah, because it can help you to play out something that you don't actually want to do in real life, but that somehow turns you on. And, and that's people have conflict with that about, well, I like this thing. Um, let's, let's talk about like a schoolgirl and somebody older. Like, you know, schoolgirl, it's, it's kind of the classic fantasy. But if you're a schoolgirl, usually you're not at the age of sex and of having sex, really. Right. So that would be wrong. And that's yes. not something you want to do in real life. But you could play it out in your role play and get that that excitement about it. Yeah. Now, I I know that there probably are people that fantasize about it being an actual schoolgirl, but I have to say that honestly, that's wrong. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. You know, we, we try not to make anybody wrong for their, their sexual desires, but if you're desiring sex with somebody who is that young, it's just flat out wrong. And we just have to call it what it is. However, you can still have that fantasy because it's not the age. Like when I see a hot looking woman dressed up as a schoolgirl, I'm not thinking about her being an actual schoolgirl. What is the turn on? The turn on is the short skirt, the thigh highs, right? Like it's not because, oh, she's she so like young, big she's tails? in school. Yeah, yeah they're kind of cute. <laughs> but, but the turn on really is the fact that she's wearing a sexy outfit. And that's perfectly fine. So you can do the schoolgirl fantasy thing. You know, it's, it's in every like novelty shop, there's that. As long as you're not imagining it at being actually a young girl, because that's just not right. But there are other fantasies you might want to play out that you wouldn't really want in real life. So for instance, I started this show with like the sunglasses and the motorcycle jacket, right? So I, what I was trying to get across in that was like, the classic bad boy fantasy, right? He's going to take her, impose himself on her. Right. And, but here's the reality is that, that, you know, there are aspects, and we've talked about this many times on the show, there are aspects of the bad boy that are appealing to women. There is no doubt. But at the end of the day, she doesn't really want an asshole. She doesn't. She doesn't want an asshole who's going to treat her like shit, cheat on her, leave her, whatever it is, you know, that the bad boy always ends up doing in like every movie you've ever seen, right? But you can live out that bad boy fantasy through something like role play. And there's, there's lots and lots of scenarios that you could come up with that are like that. They're things that, you know, could be fun to do in role play that you really just don't want in real life. Like you just don't really want it. It's harder to role play, say, something like a threesome, but it is possible to do. And this is another area where a lot of times, you know, the, the guy's like, why role play? Let's, let's, let's fucking do it, right? You know? <laughs> but, but a lot of times the woman's like, uh, no, 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 no. But she might be willing to role play it, however, because that's a place where she feels safe to do so. So, you know... I don't need to give you any more examples. You can think of plenty more yourself. The idea is, is that 
it really is an opportunity for you to be able to do things in your sex life that you wouldn't actually want to happen in real life. And we'll give you a few more ideas at the end too. I think if we have time, we'll throw in some ideas. Yeah, we got a whole list. <laughs> but let's talk about how do you enroll your partner? I think the biggest challenge is that people feel embarrassed, shy um, about expressing themselves. What if my partner laughs, makes fun of me? What if they flat out say no? What if they judge me, think that I'm a weirdo? What if they abandon me after I share my heart's desires? You know, I mean, these are valid fears. Now, we are going to assume that you have a relationship where you have good communication to start with and that you have established a foundation in which you can be who you are without judgment or as little as possible because sometimes we still do judge other people even our loved ones um, so that you can feel free to express yourself but the very very first thing that you need to have in place if that's not yet the case is you have to declare your bedroom a judgment-free zone and this is essential because when it comes to sexuality, you only grow from experimenting with new things, with trying out different things, with exploring beyond your comfort zone. And if you feel that you have you don't have that that safe container for you to explore who you are you're never going to be able to grow and 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 morph into a better person and and into having better sex that only comes from different experiences. So having that foundation as having a bedroom uh, judgment-free zone is key. You can bring the, the judgments back into the kitchen for any other things, but when it comes to the bedroom, <laughs> it's a judgment-free zone. Well, you shouldn't have too many judgments in your relationship to begin no. with. But, but yes, for sure, judgment-free zone. The next thing is to make sure... So this section is how do you enroll your partner, which is assuming that your partner may or may not be all that thrilled about this new idea, right? <laughs> so one of the things you want to do is make sure that they know that you want this to be in addition to your sex life and your relationship and not something be that's lacking with them, right? Like, oh, well, you don't do this or you don't that or whatever it is. Or that you're not going to give them what they currently have yeah. and it's taking away from what they have. So for sure. Um, number three, you know, you realize that people often feel silly and ri ridiculous when they start role playing, right? That's people will start to giggle or they break out of character or they, they'll be like, oh, I, I shouldn't do it this way or like and this kind of doesn't work, you know? So you got to push past that self judgment and it's crucial to getting to the fun stuff. So understand that it is normal that you might, you know, break out of character or, or giggle or something, but try to move beyond that. And really try throwing yourself into the role as though you were on stage. <laughs> Maybe you can even have a script that you have written. And this is why for a lot of people, it helps to have their hair done differently, uh, makeup or clothing, wardrobe, whatever, to alter who they are so that they can step into character. Now, in order to role play, you don't need to have the costumes. I'm really not into costumes. Like mm -hmm. I couldn't be bothered. Uh, but if we do any role play, we we just pretend without, like we're able to get into to that without having to have the character the, the costumes however if you find that it's too difficult then use those props yeah apparently i'm so much in the bad boy role today <laughs> that my headphones keep making my hair stick up on the top of my <laughs> if you're watching the video i've like readjusted my headphones like three times because i keep getting this hair parts like a mohawk sticking up <laughs> <in the front. laughs> but uh, aside from that 
you know, number one was a judgment-free zone, meaning don't judge your partner for the fact that they want to do this. And then number three really is don't judge yourself, mm-hmm. right? Like allow yourself to just be free and, and, and not worry about, oh, I look ridiculous or whatever. It's all in good fun. Uh, number four is uh, reassure your partner that if it's not working, you will stop the role play. And that's kind of important because it comes back to making that safe space again. You know, you're trying to enroll your partner. They may or may not be all that thrilled about this idea. And so, like, all right, we're going to try it. But what if I'm not liking it? Right. You say, OK, great. Then we'll stop. And it's, it's literally that simple. And we'll come back into the nitty-gritty of the how-to in a little bit because I think it's essential. Um, But here are some ideas too. You want to negotiate a role-play or scenario that works for both of you. And again, we'll dive in more into that about, hey, what do I do if I don't like my partner, what my partner wants, right? Um, But it's it's an essential part. Yeah, and yeah, (laughs) we will talk about this more later, but... Definitely make sure, like, because there's a big range of potential role play in fantasies, right? Everything from like super tame to just completely out, like, way, way the fuck out there. <laughs> if you're trying to enroll your partner, don't start with way the fuck out there. Yeah. Just don't. Start yeah. with something's easy. Absolutely. <laughs> And then remember that it's all about fun. When you are role playing, it's about fun. So, um, don't get too lost into it. So I want to talk about, you know, that one was really important because that comes up a lot when we work with couples, which is, what if I don't like what my partner wants? And we see that a lot when somebody has a desire or has something, they might have voiced it and the other one, first response was no. And then what happens is, uh, let's say he, su- he suggested something, she said no right away. Then he started to internalize that saying, oh, there must be something wrong with me or I'll never get my needs met. And then she could be looking at him like, uh, maybe he's perverted. Um, well, maybe he's going to cheat on me if I don't do that. Or like, oh, no, I need to make sure that we still have the sex I want. So it's, it's a, it can get really sticky there. Yeah. I wanted to make a quick comment uh, based on what you just said. You know, I was working with a client not too long ago, and he was running into that a lot where any, almost any suggestion he would make, it had nothing to do with role play even, by the way, the default response from her would be no. It almost didn't matter what he said. It just hey, how about no? <laughs> well, what about no? Did it no, right? I just kind of wanted to say because this is something he and I had to work through, which is if you're automatically getting a default response of no, no matter what it is that you're asking, there's something else underneath it, and that's the point I just wanted to make here is if you're getting no's constantly. And you, sometimes the no's come before you even have a chance to fully express the idea <laughs> or the, the ask that you have. If that's the case, then there's likely something else beneath that no, and you need to figure out what it is. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that, that could be a whole show in and of itself. But I just wanted to throw that out there because I know that a lot of guys run into that, mm-hmm. you know, where they're just like, hey, honey, I thought maybe we got... No. <laughs> no. No. Yeah, not fun. So that leads us to our sponsor ad. If you are 
a committed couple who's stuck in a rut and you're just going through the motion, you're getting a lot of no's in your relationship, maybe you're not having the sex you used to be, you feel like it's mechanical, there's no more spontaneity, and you don't want to be stuck there, you don't want to be an average couple, then Kevin and I would like to invite you to join a highly sexed Power Couple Platinum Program. So if you give us 90 days, we will help you bring the passion back between the sheets and be synced up sexually so that you can thrive with more purpose and passion in life. So go to CelineRemy.com forward slash passion to learn more about our program. We would love, 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 love to help you. We'd love to work with you. We absolutely adore working with couples and it is the right time right now to sign up and get a whole new relationship for 2022. It now is absolutely the time. If you've heard us do this commercial in the past and you're like, yeah, 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 yeah. it's 2022 now. Like we've been through a hell of two years and I know it's been rough on your relationship because it's been rough on everyone's relationship. Now is the time. It's a new year. We are moving in a positive direction. It is the time to make the change that you want to make. And we are here to help you. So what, what if I don't like what my partner wants? You might be wondering. And I'm like, cool. Now, number one, let's start with what you need to do. It's not to say no. <laughs> <laughs> it's to say thank you so much for sharing. So it's very different because the first reaction, your gut reaction is to run the other direction or say no. But really, like... It took guts for your partner to share what they wanted, to open up their heart and to share this really precious, vulnerable side. So start by acknowledging the fact that they indeed shared something vulnerable. Thank them for trusting you enough, for holding dear that piece of information. And that will already set the tone to be very, very different. Imagine if you like met with a thank you rather than a no when you share your deepest fantasies. Wow. Yeah, the problem is no closes the door right away. Mm -hmm. And it's just like there's not even discussion at that point. Whereas saying, like you may be feeling a no, but you can, rather than say no, you can be like, okay, thank you for sharing that. Let's talk about it. Exactly. Which leads us to number two, the discussion about you want to be curious. How important is this fantasy to your partner? And... You may want to ask questions like, is this a fantasy that you want to try in real life? Or is it just something you wanted to share this idea with me? Yeah, now that's really important. I am so glad that you put that one on the list. And I'll tell you why. Because one of the fears that comes up a lot of the times with this role play is... This is a trial run for the real thing. <laughs> this comes up a lot. Well, if we do that, then the next step is you're going to want to do the real thing. And that is not necessarily the case. The, the, so that's often the, the woman's fear if she's the less uh, adventurous as far as the role play. is like, oh, shit. If we role play a threesome, the next thing is he's going to want an actual threesome. And she's like, no way. I don't want to go there. I don't even want to role play it because then he's going to want to do it, right? It also goes the reverse way as well uh, in that, you know, so there's, there's the, I don't really want to do that in real life. And then there's the, what if she really does want to do that in real life, right? So, so the flip side that happens for the man sometimes is like, if we role play the threesome and that involves another guy, she might actually decide that the, that the role play was so good she wants to try the real thing. And that'll scare a lot, of, a lot of people too. So that's why it's so important to have this on here is 
make it clear from the beginning. Is this just something you want to do in fantasy? Or is this something that you would actually like to do in real life? And be upfront about it. Because if you're like, hey, you know what? Uh, I want to try this in role play because I eventually do want it in real life. You got to set that up front so then they can decide, I absolutely do not want to go there in real life. So I don't even want to do this particular role play. Then you can ask things too, like, is this a fantasy that you want me to be a part of? Or is that something you want to explore on your own? Um, because again, if you're freaking out about the fantasy and maybe they just wanted to explore to share that, but then do it on their own, then that's very different. Um, also understand, like, what levels of involvement were you hoping to get from me? <laughs> yeah. What elements of this will be real and what elements of this will be simulated? <laughs> you know, it's, like, it's, it's really to start to have a, a curious mind and to ask them of the good question. You know, how central is this fantasy to your sexual expression and fulfillment? Because if it might not be something you like... But you understand that it is central to your partner's fulfillment. You might be willing to find a way to make it work. Much more than it's like, well, it just would be something nice, that something I've been thinking about. It's like, well, then just go buy a Porsche. You know, like, <laughs> uh, like whatever that is. But these questions will help you to understand that. And also be willing to ask the question, what do you think it would be like for you if you never got to play this fantasy? Like, go there with your partner um, and feel the pain. Feel your partner's pain if that's something that would be really, uh, really sad for them. And then are you willing to let this your, your beloved live with that or do you want to help, you know? So, you know, maybe rewind and listen to all the questions again because they were very good. Take some good notes uh, for and have that discussion. Yeah, those those questions are fantastic for starting a discussion about getting into role play. I mean, th that's a framework for you right there. Mm -hmm, absolutely. And then what you want to do is also to learn and educate yourself. You know, maybe you didn't know about that fantasy. Maybe uh, you want to go on I think sometimes forums are like rabbit holes for like that you have everything, you know. Uh, but research things, educate yourself, see what could be possible. And then last but not least, um, is there a part of the fantasy that you are into? Because oftentimes it's a big scenario and sometimes we are no to parts of it, but there are places that we are yes to. And this is one of the very important things too, as Kevin was mentioning, rather than being a no right away, it's like, what can I be a yes to? And that will change how you interact with one another, because there is always something that we can be open to. And that way, this, it feels like you're meeting at least, if not halfway, partway your partner. And if everybody's making an effort, then everyone gets to get the benefits. All right. So next, what if my partner finds my fantasy freaky? Ooh. Because <laughs> this, this could potentially happen. I would say that if you have been honest and upfront in your relationship from day one about who you are and the types of things that you're into and that you like, you probably will not run into this scenario. However, we have seen 
over and over and over again that when couples come to us and we start talking about these types of things, there's one partner over there like deer in headlights going like, wait, what? They like what? They're into what? It can happen too if you were, if you got together really young and then you're still together, congratulations, but you've evolved and grown and you kind of forgot to update each other. (laughs) (laughs) Right. But that's the whole point, right? Is if you've, if you've had that communication and that level all along, there shouldn't be any real freaky surprises. Mm -hmm. However, (laughs) it can happen. It can happen. It does happen. And you're right. It's totally possible that that all of a sudden one day somebody just decides they want something freakier than they've ever wanted before in their life. And so so that can happen. So then the question is, what do you do about it? Well, first thing is don't have any judgment, right? We've we've said this numerous times throughout this episode, but you got to let go of the judgment. There's a saying, don't yuck somebody else's yum. Right, exactly. And, and, And in the bedroom, it's important. It really is. Be willing to accept your partner. This is what unconditional love is. You know, just love them for who they are with all their kinks. Yeah, and keep in mind, as we've also said numerous times throughout this episode, is that just because they want it in fantasy doesn't mean they want it in real life. So before you freak out like, (laughs) oh my God, you disgusting pervert, like ask that question, right? Is this something that you really are into or is it just something you want to fantasize about? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, there are tons of women who fantasize about being raped. Yeah, that stays in the fantasy. But I don't actually <laughs> know any women who really want that to happen. Mm-hmm. Right? So, you know, that it's an essential question. Somebody comes to you with a really freaky, you know, fantasy... Before you freak out yourself, <laughs> find out, is this just a fantasy or is this something that you want in real life? And here's the thing, like, no matter how adventurous or conventional your sex life is, if both partners don't agree with doing something, then it stops being fun, right? And it can kind of tip into something else. So it's important to, uh, to keep the communication line open and also understand that a lot of couples have different erotic worlds that don't match. We don't match on everything all the time, but you can still have a successful relationship, even if your partner has a fantasy that you really don't get turned on by. So what you want to turn, you want to shift your focus from, hey, how can I enjoy this kink to accepting that it's okay to not like something, Okay, that you just don't like what your partner likes and to not try to force yourself into it or to try to force your, your partner to become somebody else. And what you need is an honest conversation. Imagine that. Don't wait until you're having sex because it's the worst. But honesty is more important than sugarcoating it because ultimately what honesty does is that it, it brings you closer. It builds the intimacy and that's really what we want. And once you feel this connection and this intimacy, you feel the passion too. Well said. <laughs> All right, let's get into our seven steps to role playing like a pro. Ho ho. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like an ebook. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we will write that. <laughs> all right, number one. This one's actually really important. It's something we haven't talked about at all yet, really, in this episode, which is figure out what you want and like and don't censor yourself. So you can't really have great role play if you don't know what it is you like or you want. Mm-hmm. 
And it requires some soul searching, some time with to look within and again, like accepting who you are, not judging and giving yourself permission to want what you want. It's like one of those funny things, right? Where you're like, hey, let's role play tonight. Let's do something totally different. Okay, what should we role play about? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> got, got any ideas? Uh, uh, let's watch a movie then. Yeah, <laughs> screw it. Let's watch a movie. <laughs> right? So it's important. Like, figure like, what do you want? What do mm-hmm. you like? What is something different that you've never done? And, and know those answers ahead of time. Yes, it's essential. Number two, share it. Because it's one thing to keep it for yourself. But if you want to have the fun and the play, you got to have a playmate and you have to share it. Playmates are fun. (laughs) (laughs) Number three, settle on the scenario. And I really like this one. I'm going again for this one because I wanted to make sure I was going to add some of my concept and ideas behind that. That discussion piece is so essential because the scenario can make the whole difference. And taking the time to create the scene to say, okay, how do you want to be called? Is, is that your same name? What are we playing? Are we, okay, this is this relationship. This is what you want to do. What do you need from me? Oh, you need me to tell you to do this or that at some point. Like having all the details mapped out will allow you to get into character and really enjoy the fantasy. Mm-hmm. And it's important that you pre-negotiate that. Yes. So that weird things don't pop up in the middle that completely kill the, <laughs> the role play, <laughs> right? Like, well, and I know it, it, it sounds like, yeah, of course, duh. But the reality is, is that, you know, you'll create a whole scenario in your head of what this role play is going to look like, but you only communicated 50% of that to your partner. And then in the middle of the role play, you like basically go off script, pre-negotiated script. And then somebody goes, whoa, 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 whoa. And then boom, totally kills the moment in the mood. So you really want to make sure that, that you settle on a scenario and you negotiate the details of that scenario ahead of time. Okay, number four, uh, and this is part of that, establish some limits and boundaries. So this is part of that negotiation. It is, but I also felt like they were different because you got to create the whole scenario and then you've got to create other limits or boundaries. Right. Like they are separate. Yeah, so so you can... You can determine what the scenario is going to be. The storyline. The storyline. And you can communicate all the different parts so there are no surprises. But then like one part may be, you know, I spank you, right? But the boundary is I can only spank you so hard, mm. right? So that you're right. They're, they are different in a sense that even if you knew all the details, you, you might be like, well, and then I'm going to do this to you. And then you're doing it. And they're like, whoa, that's way over the line. You're like, but I told you I was going to do it. Yeah, but you didn't say how you were going to do it. So that's where the limits and boundaries come in. Number five, set the scene. And that once you have all of these taking care of, like you've discussed the scenario, the boundaries, the limits, then you can get into the scene creation. So you can do a costume, but you don't have to. But it's more about like, okay, we're just going to like shake off the energy. And then as soon as we reconnect, we are going to be into our characters. Ah, which leads us to number six, which is to stay in character and don't apologize. This is one of the things that absolutely ruins role play like okay so now i'm gonna be the bad boy right and i'm gonna be like 
all right, bitch, like, do this. I'm sorry, I, did, I didn't mean to call you a bitch. Like, no, I, yeah, I didn't really mean that. Like, you know I'm just in character, right? Like, oh, so bad. completely ruins it. <laughs> if you have pre-negotiated to be in certain characters, just stay in the character. Now, look, something goes off the rails, for sure, break character. You don't have to stick with it. Like, you know, something happens, and she's like, oh, oh that really didn't work well. Like, break character. Are you okay? Fine. But in general, don't do the whole, like, oh, sorry, 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 sorry. Pro tip. <laughs> Have a safe word. Like, this is something we can all learn from BDSM, uh, from people who do, like, scenes for a living or, like, a lot of that, is literally decide of a word. Like, if you say that word, and it's usually... Muskrat, Jack, muskrat. <laughs> banana, banana. Like, something that you wouldn't say. Uh, but it could be just the colors. Red, yellow. Yellow meaning I'm about to get triggered. Red is like, we got to stop. This will help you, again, to have that safety element and know that, okay, if we say red, we have to stop and, and, and pull out of the game. <laughs> pull out of the game. Yes. <laughs> Figuratively or literally. <laughs> <laughs> Number seven, don't forget to have fun. Ask Kevin is just having right now. <laughs> so... Of course, we cannot finish this episode without leaving you with some good ideas and role play scenario that you could do. Now, we've got a lot. I don't even know if we're going to cover well, them all. But I think one thing that you can remember when it comes to role playing, most of the time, what people are looking for is a power dynamic and is often something that's slightly forbidden or... Uh, not really the thing you would do, like, you know, the screw, having sex with your boss or being at work, you know, like stuff like that. So there's the element of that forbiddenness as well. So, yeah, we don't need to go into a lot of detail on each one, but no. why don't we just go like we'll go, I go one, you go one, and we'll just go back and forth as we go through the list because it's kind of a long list. But number one. Real estate agent and potential buyer. So you show up to buy the house and it turns out it's a really sexy real estate agent and it's a really hot house and you can't help but have sex with her. <laughs> a stripper and its client. Oh, that's a classic. I know. Some are more boring than others. Flight attendant and a guest in the airplane bathroom. Personal trainer and client. Ooh, sports coach and athlete. Football player and fan or cheerleader. Oh, oh yeah, definitely yeah. cheerleader. Cheerleader all that? the way. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> okay, sure, it's been the holidays. You can go with this one. <laughs> Santa Claus and a naughty girl. I, that one's borderline for me, honestly. <laughs> I don't know how that got on this list, but okay, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the hoe? <laughs> Doctor, nurse, and patient. Oh, that's a classic. Uh, princess and Prince Charming, sure. Painter and muse. Ooh, yeah, that is a good one. You're posing nude for the artist. Uh huh. You could even try to actually sketch something. <laughs> It'll be a good laugh when you're done. Unless you're an artist, in which case you could really do it. <clears throat> we might try this one out. Yeah, that's true. You 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 draw well. Construction no, work. No, I was the muse. You were the drawer, the, the, the artist. Oh, so you want to have a good laugh <laughs> Yes, then. I do. Okay, all right. We'll try it. <laughs> Construction worker and pedestrian. The masseuse and the, and the client. Mm -hmm. Butler or maid and boss. The repairman. French maid. French maid? Okay. Oh, yeah. The repairman and the homeowner. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Oh, that's a classic. There's been a lot of porn movies made like that. <laughs> 
model and photographer, very similar to the muse and painter. Delivery man and homeowner. Okay. That's mm-hmm. like, we're really getting into porn things. <laughs> well, it is basically role-playing all of that porn. <laughs> uh, let's see. <sighs> Teacher and schoolgirl. Yeah. Police officer and criminal. I'm telling you, like, it's like porn after porn. Right. <laughs> <laughs> your favorite movie. Yeah, you could totally act out a scene from your favorite movie. Oh, I like that. The fireman and the damsel in distress. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. And then Strangers in a Bar. What was that movie? There's a movie we watched where it started out like that. It was two people picking each other up in a bar, and they, it was like done really convincingly, and then it turns out they've been married for a long time and got a bunch of kids and were just role-playing. It was hysterical. <laughs> yeah, but I hope this gave you some good ideas. And also, be creative with the scenarios, because it could literally be like, if you choose the masseuse and the client, it could be like something that turns you on is that, I don't know, the client faints, and then the masseuse has to like give a mouth-to-mouth resuscitation. Like, I don't know, like, you can get very creative with different things beyond just, oh, you're it's, massaging me. It's a lot me, of room happy for ending. creativity in there. Yes. Um, and, and again, it's, it's, it's about... Letting your creativity be free because that will allow your sexual energy to flow. And if there's only one thing that you're taking away from today's short episode is that role playing can help you touch this energy within yourself again. And it's a safe way to play with your partner and to create some novelty, some excitement with something old. All right, so your homework then is to try out role-playing at least once and see how it goes. And come back and let us know in the comments how it went for you. Or email us. Or email us. We would love to know how this worked for you. All right, everybody, that's all the time we have for this episode, and we will see you next week. We hope you like this episode of the Love Lab Podcast. If you enjoy this show, subscribe, leave us a review, and share it with your friends. And for more free, exclusive content, join us in the Passion Vault at CelineRemy.com forward slash vault. That's C-E-L-I-N-E-R-E-M-Y dot com forward slash vault. Thanks for listening. And remember, you're amazing. <laughs>